Come on, man. Let me give you some trash talk, okay? Come on, man. Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Come on, man. Oh, I'm short. Son of a bitch. Come on, man. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. Come on, man. You've got to get mad. You've got to get mad. You've got to get mad. In a stunning display from a sitting president, Donald Trump launching an assault on the integrity of the election, unleashing a barrage of false claims of fraud and corruption without evidence. If you count the legal votes, I easily win. If you count the illegal votes, they can try to steal the election from us. Breaking his two-day silence, the president fuming after watching his lead in states like Pennsylvania and Georgia evaporate as election workers count legal mail-in ballots that have been skewing heavily for Joe Biden. We were winning in all the key locations by a lot, actually. And then our numbers started miraculously getting whittled away in secret. The president falsely suggesting Republican observers are not present at vote-counting centers. His argument fundamentally flawed, complaining that he's being cheated while in the same breath touting results he likes, including the success of Republican candidates on the very same ballots. We did a fantastic job with the Senate. Spreading a series of conspiracy theories, the president slammed post-election polls that forecast Biden as the favorite as a form of voter suppression and detailed his plans to take his case to court. We think there's going to be a lot of litigation because we have so much evidence, so much proof, and it's going to end up perhaps at the highest court in the land. Hi-yow! In Boninja. Just like that terrible Tinder date that wouldn't leave your trailer in the morning, you got drunk, you picked up your phone, and now I'm back. And it feels good. It's an honor to be once again deep inside you. Inside your ears. Deep inside your ears. Calm down, Subway Jared. This is a family show. And especially this episode. I find this to be of, of such great importance that I'm going to do my best to make sure it remains family-oriented. So rather than than curse, I'm going to edit myself tonight because it's going to be a very triggering episode for me, folks. To be honest, there's a good chance there's going to be some bad words being thrown out. But when I'm triggered, I'm going to do what DMX would do and instead simply bark when I would cuss. <coughs> would the world be a better place if we all just lived like DMX and anytime we were upset with our spouse or a coworker or our boss and we went to throw out the F-bomb, we would just bark like you mother, <coughs> you can kiss my, <coughs> that's how it works. We're going to do as DMX would do this evening. So, and again, I'll do my best to, to keep it all clean. But before we get rolling, if you were listening to this on Apple, please leave us a five star rating and review. It really, really helps. If you're listening to this or watching this slash listening to this on ScrewTube, that's right, we do have a ScrewTube channel now. Just go to YouTube and search for Info Ninja. Please give us a thumbs up. Please subscribe. Please leave a, leave a great comment. It really helps with the algorithm. And don't forget, if you haven't done it yet, join the dojo. That's our mailing list. So if you want to hear about all the new stuff before anybody else. If you want to get all the greatest offers, you got to join the dojo. Real simple to do that. Just send me an email, infoninjapodcast at gmail.com. Say, hey, I want to join the dojo and you will be on the mailing list, baby. And you never know what's going to come up in the future. So it's a great way for us to stay in contact in case anything bad happens like I got shut down 
we can still communicate. I can still get the message out. You could still hear the scuttlebutt, baby. So I'm going to do my, my best here to kind of push emotion aside. That's a very that's a very leftist way of doing things, by the way, is thinking with emotion. Essentially, that's why we say they have the minds of children. They think like children because they're, they're thinking with their emotions. To them, feeling is fact, and there is no denying that. There's no discussion. That's their truth. Remember, they started the concept of multiple truths. You have a truth, and there's my truth, and Bob's truth, and no, that's not how it works. There's one truth, which means there's a whole lot of falses out there, but there's only one truth, and that's too much for a child to handle. So I'm going to do my best to keep my emotions at bay, be the master of my emotions, because remember this, folks, at at the base level of all those emotions is instinct. And that's really where this is all heading. Be you on the far right or far left, eventually you end up in instinct. And we don't want to be there, folks, where everybody's acting off of instinct. Just think about it. Normally, if you were to take on a massive crocodile, if you were to fall into a pool, you know, a small pool that had a big crocodile in it at the zoo, and uh, this hungry crocodile looked at you, you would absolutely be freaking out. Let's say your kid fell in there. Okay, you would actually jump in and face this crocodile without even thinking because your brain would kick over to instinct. That's how people on the left and a lot of the folks on the left are more guilty than the folks on the right of this. But eventually, if you push the folks on the right too much, like start to take more of their rights away, start to, you know, really go after their guns and their free speech or the big trigger points and then start to mess with their kids, try to put shots in their arms, whatever it may be, you're going to have a problem. They're going to start to act off of instinct, too. We don't want folks acting off of instinct. So this episode, we will do our best to stick with pure facts. If something isn't factual, I will be sure to state it. I don't want to get any of this stuff shut down because I want to get the message out. So let me say pure and clear to you, okay, many of the things discussed tonight, especially the big point that I'm going to make, I can present you with very little to no real evidence, anecdotal stuff, but stuff that makes a lot of common sense. Remember, common sense ain't too common today. So we'll try to keep the emotion out of it. We'll try to stick to common sense and everything else can just go (coughs) itself. So no more waiting. Let's get straight to it, folks. This is, uh, at best right now, an internet rumor. But it's something that I've been predicting for quite a while. That's why it's got me interested, and that's why I want to share it with you. It pertains to the election. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. Can't say that out loud unless you say, Joe needs to wear a bib Biden won. Well, the the election is over, and, and, and Joe... Biden is the president of the United States. Well, currently the installed leader of this regime. Nothing to be too excited about. I get it. And that's kind of my point is that nobody seems too excited about old Grandpa Joe. In fact, nobody seemed that excited about old Grandpa Joe even when he was running for president. He really didn't have anybody come to his, his campaign rallies. If you saw these things, I know it was COVID and, you know, people on the left were COVID crazy, but there wasn't a lot of people there. And then if he did something live or on TV, not a lot of people watched it. And if he went on YouTube, he got a lot of down votes. It just didn't seem like there was a lot of momentum, a lot of people behind Joe Chinese money Biden. 
So I started to think, okay, if this is legit, if all the stuff they say is true and Donald Trump did have the election stolen from him by Joe, I guess he's smart enough to do that, Biden, it would eventually shake out over time. History would tell the truth. Now, maybe this isn't true because there's a lot of speculation that potentially uh, Kennedy stole the election from Nixon and had to do with Chicago and the union vote or something. It's it's ancient history, but essentially there were allegations of election fraud at that point. And of course, this was before the days of the electronic voting machine. But now we have this magic thing called the internet and people from around the world can can start to communicate and start to share their ideas. And there's a whole lot of smart people out there. Now, I know the, the Googles and the YouTubes and the mainstream media do their best to discredit a lot of these folks. And a lot of these folks deserve it. They're completely full of, but there are some geniuses out there. There are some people with credentials out there that have been shut down from talking about vaccinations or, or COVID or the election. These are your doctors, your mathematicians, your, your scientists, people with a proven track record, a proven history, and now they're being silenced. And that just doesn't make sense. But I started to think all these people eventually after this all kind of loses its fire, it loses its luster and time goes on, they will go back and they will pour over the data and eventually, these smart people will kind of lay out the truth in an undeniable way where we either, we're either going to know 100% that Donald Trump did win or did lose the election. And how would history show that? More importantly, if, if we were to figure it out right now, what would we do if we honestly could prove right now that Sleepy Joe and Kamanya Harris are not the, the true leaders of America, the, the ones that Americans voted for? What will we do about that? I don't even know what the Constitution says about that. I mean, third in line is the Speaker of the House, God forbid. That would be Nancy Adrenochrome Pelosi. Nobody wants that. And really, that wouldn't rightfully be what needed to happen because the American people had spoken and they say, hey, we want Donald Trump and Michael Pence. Do they get to just finish out what's ever left of the four years? Do they get another, another four years? How does that work? Do we hold a new election? How does that work? I think the only thing that we can bet on in that situation is absolute chaos. And really, there would be no reason to freak out whatsoever. Hey, folks, do you, do you know every year on every major holiday, the government shuts down? Did you know that, that every weekend on Saturday and Sunday, the government shuts down? And we seem to survive every time. So the government shutdown that probably would occur during this process, we would all survive and be just fine. Your local government, if you need government to survive, if you need to know that there's a nanny state in place so you can sleep softly, don't worry. You would still have your, your local leadership in place. It would not become Braveheart meets Gangs of New York in the United States in a weekend. You might be saying, Mr. Info Ninja, why, why are you bringing this up? This is old news. We're not supposed to talk about this anymore. Remember, even though nothing really got settled whatsoever, we were just supposed to forget about it and just move on because the media told us that that's the way it should be. These self-loathing mother <coughs> wanted to rock you back to sleep so that you can take a nice four-year nap, maybe eight. But alas, there's kind of new news. And this is where the internet rumor thing swirls into it all. And I don't, the thing is, is that I don't want to say this is definitive, 
I don't want to say this is going to happen because I have been wrong about things before. I was wrong about Occupy Wall Street 2.0 coming from the Wall Street bets thing. It didn't happen. Now, I blame that on the winter. I think if that all would have taken place over the summer, we would have seen Occupy Wall Street 2.0. And hopefully that that 2.0 version would have been better than the 1.0 version. Or I should say the 1.5 version. Occupy started out as a really special thing. About halfway through, it turned into, let's go rape someone, do hardcore drugs, and talk about racism. But I had high hopes that it could happen again, but I was wrong. At least so far, it hasn't happened. This one, though, has kind of been, like I said, kind of in my mind for a while, something I've been predicting because I thought, man, there's so many smart people out there that there's going to be something that comes from all this publicly available information. We, we've already seen really cool things. Uh, so the podcaster, YouTuber, Xbox guy, Steven Crowder, he actually sent out his staff to places that were addresses where people voted from that didn't exist. So these are actual votes that were counted, but they're from places that didn't exist. So obviously, that is election fraud. I'm not going to call that an irregularity because truthfully, if a ballot comes from an address where it shouldn't come from and it gets counted, that's fraudulent. That's a fraudulent ballot. I'm not saying intent. Maybe it was a mistake that was made. Maybe it wasn't done purposely, but that's still a fraudulent ballot. It is not a a true legal ballot. But it's data like that. It's information like that. It's public records. And it's all these people that have nothing but time on their hands to really pour through this data and figure out what the results would be. And being that we still have this lovely place called the Internet where we can almost sort of still freely share information and upload homemade porn. I figured that something would come from that and someone would figure something out and they'd put it up there for the whole world to see. Well, as it turns out, that may be just what's happening. Hi-cow! Info Ninja was right again. Maybe. It's like I said, it's kind of a rumor. It's kind of a rumor, but this one has a little bit of backing behind it. So what is the rumor? Well, it's the August surprise. We've had many other, I'm going to call them Q surprises. You've probably heard of QAnon and all the rumors associated with that. And it's a bunch of just Looney Tune, absolute complete crap that doesn't make a lot of sense. There might be a little bit of truth in it, but it's probably more disinformation than anything else. Uh, Fun to listen to, neat to speculate about, but it's just as wacky as some of the stuff on the left, like their crazy conspiracy stuff. So uh, we had a lot of Q dates that came up. Uh, We had a lot of Q surprises that were supposed to happen. So initially it was on January this day, the military's seizing this and, and, you know, Donald Trump's going to do this and there's going to be martial law and all these things. And okay, that, that day would come and go. Well, then it was February this, Donald Trump's going to actually be put back in office and Joe Biden's working with them. And it was just all these different crazy rumors and these dates would kind of come and go. It's like the whole end of the world thing. It clearly says in the Bible that no man shall know the date. No man shall know the end of of the world. But we keep believing these crazy ass when they say the world's going to end on December 31st, 2012, whatever it is. So I don't want to kind of pour into that. And this isn't necessarily a Q rumor either. This comes from, from people that are saying it publicly and out loud. So, so here's the rumor that, that has a little bit of basis behind it and I believe could lead to World War III. Yeah, 
World War III. Not a fun thing to think about, not something we want. Hear me out on this, because if it ends up being true, you're going to be the first to know about it, baby. And you're going to learn something along the way, too, because there are facts in this. But again, let me reiterate, the ultimate outcome of this, the end of what I'm getting to, my point, no evidence that I can actually present you besides anecdotal stuff. At least at this point. Wait until August, baby. So apparently that's the month where this is all going to happen. So if you have been paying attention, you might not know this is going on because it's not getting reported. It it was reported. And when they do report about it, they kind of like dig and try to discredit the whole process. But in Arizona, for the last several months, there's been an election audit. But this is a forensic election audit of the Arizona results. The lovely folks on the left love to say, we've already had an audit in Arizona, okay? It's already happened. We've counted the ballots three times. You want us to do it a fourth time? No, no, no. We want a forensic audit. You see, what they're doing is they're taking the same potentially fraudulent ballots and just recounting them. Remember, there were reports of ballots, and again, a lot of this is anecdotal stuff, but people seeing stacks of ballots that all look the same. It was like somebody copied a ballot a hundred times and had the same like misprint on it or something. We also had all these crazy videos popping up that that were suppressed very, very quickly of ballots being pulled out and taken out of suitcases from under tables. I've seen the video. It actually happened. Or these vans showing up in the middle of the night full of boxes that look like it could be a bunch of ballots in there at the polling place in the middle of the night when everybody had gone home, essentially. I've seen the videos. Quick question. If it's complete bull, then what are all these things I'm seeing? Can you please explain it to me rather than just go, we can't talk about this? Because if it's actually fake, you're making it seem like it could be real and you're trying to hide it by not even letting people talk about it. And certainly by not conducting a full forensic audit and investigation into what's taking place. The other argument the left love to say is is that this audit process is dangerous to our democracy. Isn't it just as much of a danger to have at least half, probably more, because remember the media is not going to, don't believe the polls. Not everybody says the truth to the polls. The poll people don't get a a hold of everybody. The poll people are people and they make mistakes and some of them don't want to do any work so they just check boxes and they move on. You can't really trust the polls and especially if the poll doesn't have the narrative that they have approved, the media is either going to report it the way they want to or they're just not going to report it at all. So if half of the country, at least half of the country, think that there was some major BS that went on in this election, to not investigate that is also just as dangerous. It makes me not want to vote again, because what is my vote going to matter? And I think more of the reason they're freaking out is because we might kind of be over target right now. You see, the problem is for them is that if in Arizona the results come back and and it looks like Donald Trump definitively, without a doubt, we can show, one, this election, that's a problem because then you can start to look at other states the same exact way. Next thing you know, Joe Biden might not be president anymore. Things might kind of go into chaos for a little bit. That's not the part that could potentially start World War III. If we don't want to accelerate the takeover that's happening, If we want to kind of let it run its course and kind of buy our time so that we can at least enjoy some of the golden days right now, 
then let's not do any more of this forensic auditing. Let's stop it all right here. Let's get behind the Democrats and turn this off because once we open this door, we're not going to be able to close it. Once we see this movie, we're not going to be able to unsee it. It's easy if you just try to believe that, Joe, is it safe to come out of my basement yet? Biden was the most popular political candidate in the history of the world. Joe, can someone please find my socks? Biden received more votes than any candidate in the history of the world. That guy's popular. Can you imagine if this guy actually would have campaigned? I mean, he's the most popular candidate in the history of the world without campaigning by staying in his basement. Imagine if he was actually out campaigning. He wouldn't have been president. They would have elected him God. Now, if you've been listening to the program for a while, number one, you are awesome. Keep it up. Thank you. But that also means you're smart. And you have heard that the Chinese have like this 200, 300 year takeover plan where they're going to infiltrate all aspects of our society, the economy. They're definitely in there already uh, starting to influence the media. Yeah, I can give you a bazillion examples of how Disney and other corporations uh, related to entertainment and media have caved and have changed the things that they were going to produce to follow the Chinese Communist Party's dictates. And then, of course, getting into our political sphere. How many Chinese spies do we need to catch infiltrating American uh, politicians before we realize this is actually what's happening? How much information needs to come out about the Bidens doing business with the Chinese before we start to connect the dots and go, there might be something there? So currently, there is a independent company. I love their name. They're called Cyber Ninjas. So currently, this organization is conducting the forensic audit in Arizona. Now, the mainstream media from the very beginning and still is doing their best job to discredit this group. Oh, it's it's full of conspiracy people and they're making it up and blah, 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 blah. Even though these people have credentials, they are hired by our government to do these sort of things. Now, when they're investigating something that could have potential ramifications against the Democratic regime, these people are discredited and they're no good. But they are conducting the, the audit and they are like finished with a huge chunk of it and they're kind of getting ready to present stuff soon. And the rumor is that it's going to be in July. They're going to present their report and apparently it's got some bombshells, baby. Like irrefutable bombshell proof to go, this is how it was done and this is how they're doing it in every state We can prove it. We can show that this election was effectively stolen from the American people. So it looks like that the election was really taken from the American people, if this is true, by these machines. That's how it was done. These electronic voting machines, things were added, they were taken away, they were changed. Rumor is that these machines were not even hacked into. That's the wrong word. They were built with back doors by the Chinese government through many layers. You know, it's like Bob hires Cindy. So you hire Bob to do something. Then Bob hires Cindy to do something. And then Cindy hires two other people to split that up and so on and so on. Nobody knows that you're the guy that started it all. You hired Bob and then Bob started hiring more people. It's called compartmentalizing. The left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing, but they're both carrying out the will of the master. In this situation, that master is the Chinese Communist Party. So the scuttlebutt is, is that they built back doors into these machines so that this could happen and things could be changed. 
because they definitely didn't want Donald Trump having another four years. He was really screwing up their whole slow takeover of the United States thing. He was also a tough guy that wasn't going to put up with any crap like them invading Hong Kong or Taiwan. So if in July this information does come out and we are able to show that the Chinese government stole this election from the American people. So not the Democrats and all the crap they did, it wouldn't have been enough. But if they prove this, the first day that it's out there and everyone knows that it's fact, everyone's going to expect us to respond. We're going to have to do something. And at this point, sanctions will not do. But I'm assuming the Chinese would probably predict that if this information were to come out, that we would retaliate. So that day would be a very bad day. The day that we discovered this would probably be a preemptive strike from the Chinese. It would be nuclear, and I don't want to scare anybody out there. This is doomsday scenario. Essentially, it would be a day where all the bad guys did all the bad things. All the things that they're currently afraid to do when the U.S. is crippled, when we're not able to defend ourselves, that's the day when they're going to do it. So it's not just going to be China attacking America it's going to be North Korea nuking South Korea. It's going to be the invasion of Taiwan and the invasion of Hong Kong. China would fire on us first and probably cripple us. And worst of all, we really wouldn't have a president at that time either because Joe Two Mask Biden and Kamala Always on Her Knees Harris wouldn't be legitimate anymore. So they would have to go. And I'm assuming we would get Mike Pence and Donald Trump on a plane very quickly to the White House. If the White House still even existed at that point. Essentially, after all the bad guys made their moves, and I'm assuming the UK would also be knocked out as well in this whole process, it would probably come down to Israel and Russia. Those would be the only two outliers that were left that had any kind of, let's, I know Russia's communist, but I, I don't think they're like evil communist in the sense that I don't see Russia like trying to take over the world, essentially. Russia would eventually go down and then the final showdown would be right there in Israel like the good books always talked about. I hate to say it, but the end of the world could start with the results of a forensic audit from Arizona this July. Sounds crazy, right? And boy, do I hope I'm wrong. With all this wonderful hope that I've given you for the future, what can we do to prevent WW3? Well, the answer is probably nothing. I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but if you want to be proactive, if you want to do the only thing that's really in your control... Take control of your family. Protect your family. So this is going out and getting storable food. This is getting your firearms and getting your ammunition. This is maybe investing in some land outside of a big city where maybe you can build a shelter. This is essentially kind of being a prepper. That's kind of got a bad connotation with it now and maybe on purpose. And some of these folks are a little wacky, but... Basically, prepping is just being prepared for something like this. And we saw with the COVID lockdowns and everything else that we're not really prepared to not have toilet paper. So do your best to stock up and be ready with your family and just pray every day and hope that none of this stuff becomes true, that the, the audit results do come out. And as it turns out, Joe, the most voted for candidate in world history, Biden, is actually the real president and that life can go on. We, we will oppose him. We will fight for the Constitution and fight for our rights and fight for our family. But at least not everybody's going to die. But I can't escape the feeling that no matter what happens, you know, Sleepy Joe stays in the White House or World War III happens. That in the long run, we're all just really, really fucked. <laughs> 
Info Ninja. Fuck us. A fucking game. Fuck what you heard.